I had a colleague that was just complaining to me that he was just saying his mother kept telling him grandmother's stories. And that phrase kind of piqued my interest. Grandmother's stories. What is that? I asked him, you know, it's not your grandmother talking to you. It's your mother talking talking to you. So isn't that just like a mother story? He said that the story was so long. That was That's what he was talking about. Grandmother's stories are long, apparently. He said that he, the mother's story was so long that he had time to fuck his wife, impregnate her, and thus his mother became a grandmother. He said that. It was a joke. I thought yeah, it was quite smart, not bad. Six out of ten, I guess. <laughs> I want to ask you, listeners, do, does your grandmother tell you long stories? Because this is something I can't relate to at all. I never understood that. My grandmother, she had some stories. These stories are something else. It kind of went like this. We were at dinner one time and I asked her, Hey, Nene. By the way, you white fucks. Nene over here is how we call our grandmas. So, Nene, do you want some potatoes? I just asked her. Do you want some potatoes? And then she suddenly says, um, I'm sick of potatoes. I hate potatoes. We ate so many potatoes when the Japanese were here. And I was like, okay, wow. Um, Nene, we're at a wedding. <laughs> we're at a wedding. Can we not talk about the Japanese right now? We're trying to be happy. Some people have found love. Can we not ruin the mood? So, and then she, she just replied, like she totally ignored me. She just said, your grandfather and I had our wedding right after the Japanese left. He took me in despite me being raped. He was a good man. And I was like, oh, um, oh, yeah, but do you want the potatoes or not? <laughs> people were taking the potatoes lady you gotta hurry up the point is uh, my grandma had these crazy colorful stories full of wisdom and shit the, i give you the worst example but like uh, <laughs> just some crazy shit you know like people gambling and losing their legs because the gangsters cut their legs off and that's why she doesn't gamble and tells people never to gamble shit like that and when i told her my first salary how much I was getting the first time. She was so shocked. She, she was, she, she, her breath, she looked like she just got punched in the chest when I told her how much money she, I, I made in my first job. She was like, back in my day, all they paid me was 50 cents a day and with that I could buy it. <laughs> I could buy one cup of rice that we shared with seven people. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that's depressing. <laughs> so value your education and remember to take care of your parents. I was like, oh, wow, there's a lesson in this. So, yeah, the stuff she was telling me was always that there was something profound and like smart and deep about it. So I'm like, what the fuck are these? You Do you all have shitty grandmothers? <laughs> that That just don't have good stories. Is that it? Is that what is going on? Do you have a grandmother's story? Like a real grandmother's story? I don't know. So yeah, she had these colorful stories full of wisdom and shit. By the end of that wedding dinner, I was like fucking crying. It was too deep. Every story she gave me changed my fucking life. And now I hate potatoes too. <laughs> when I eat potatoes, I'm like fucking Japanese. Some context to that. Apparently, 
when the Japanese came, the, there was a food shortage and all that. So all all that a lot of people had to eat was the uh, ubi kentang, they call it over here. Just a bunch of fucking potatoes. So yeah, there we go. So here's the thing about the grandmother's stories. I, I just don't think it's true, true, honestly. Yeah, fine. Some of you have shitty grandmothers that became famous. Their stories were so epically wrong, long, long, and epically convoluted that she gave a bad name to the rest of all these grandmothers. I think that the older generation have a lot of wisdom to impart on us. And in my opinion, it's an outdated stereotype, all right? So, yeah, sometimes they might say some outrageously racist shit against the Japanese. <laughs> but you have to forgive them. They're old. They're kind of too old to change. You don't teach an old dog new tricks. And I'm saying, besides, you know it's it's not true anymore. The Japanese today are a very, very different species. They're generally incapable of rape, you know? They're so... <laughs> They're not, they're not, the, the species of Japanese today are not the same species that invaded Malaya during World War II. Those were the Banzai types, the crazy types that would drive tanks, set our forests on fire, rape our women, torture the Chinese. They don't do that anymore. They're all weebs watching anime, jacking off to tentacle porn, being too shy to talk to women. That's why they're not making enough babies and they're going to get wiped out as a species. And then all the old people are going to have to do the work. And maybe the old people can make babies. I don't, maybe that last thing was a step too far. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they're not the same Japanese as the previous generation. They make good cars, though. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so I have a proposal. This is my proposal. Hear me out. Instead of grandmother's stories, can we please change this shit? Let's not call long-winded, convoluted stories grandmother's stories anymore. Can we please change it to girlfriend stories? <laughs> that is my proposal. Because girlfriend stories, oh boy, those are long-winded. There is a plethora of stand-up comedians with their commentary on the intricacy of the stories that are... The nonsensical stories that our girlfriends tell us, you know? Now, you know, I have a girlfriend and... She, look, she has sinus problems. So nose problems that make it really hard for her to breathe. It's so cute because the, the it's kind of like me. You can kind of hear me breathing on this podcast, right? Sometimes I go some, something like that. And the reason you can hear it is because the holes inside my nose are so clogged up. The sinuses are so swollen that whenever I breathe, it makes a sort of sound. Now, my girlfriend, Taylor's one is way worse. Way fucking worse when you're just quiet and nothing's happening in a room. You can just kind of hear. To the point where she pissed off her colleague once like, why do you always breathe like ha-hi, ha-hi? <laughs> anyway, she, she's got sinus problems to the point where she, like when she sleeps, it sounds like she's snoring when it's just her breathing, right? So she's got breathing problems. But for some reason, these breathing problems just fucking disappear when she's talking <laughs> when she's telling stories no breathing just five minutes it seems without drawing breath just telling me about her colleagues like boyfriend saying some i don't know man <laughs> the stories are so convoluted i don't i can't keep up with that shit and then at that point i'm just like what what the fuck happened to your nose why is it suddenly working these fucking stories just magically cure your nose is that what happened 
Listen, our grandmothers had, they had a hard life. Why? So why do we pile it on them like that? They were here before the time of air conditioning. Can you imagine living on the in an, in an equatorial environment like Malaysia without air conditioning? During the day, you're just sweating balls. At night, it's still hot. Have you ever had sex without the AC? It's fucking slippery. <laughs> I have the AC on in my room and whenever I do it, I still get sweaty. Gotta turn the fan on. Then then it's fine. It stays dry. So imagine no AC at all, man. Like sex, man. You'd have so much... You'd sweat like a motherfucker. You'll get so... Imagine fucking a dolphin. That's how slippery it gets. I'm speaking from experience because in fact, I have fucked a dolphin. Um, not bad. I got... Uh, 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> Maybe the dolphin I fucked was a bit prudish. I don't know. But yeah, imagine being the girl underneath during missionary style and just getting a sweat shower. You know, it drip, drip. <laughs> Furthermore, sooner rather than later, our grandmothers are going to die. Their time is nearly over. So while they're still here, can we stop spreading lies about them? Can we stop spreading lies about them? They've got... Valuable things to tell us, valuable lessons, stories we can learn from. Let's instead spread the truth about our girlfriends and their plague of incoherent stories. Let's start this shit. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. This is number 120, coming to ya. Wait, is it? Yes, coming to ya on Tuesday, 23rd March, 2020. One, I hope your Monday blue was not too blue and I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode with my good friend from Someone's Story podcast. I had a great time. We talked about um, racism, Islam, uh, gay people, trans people. It was so fun. And it was one of those, those things where I wasn't just attacking all those things I mentioned. We tried to be very reasonable about it. My girlfriend had this amazing opinion she was like wow hearing his accent and like the zoom effect it sounded like some cnn thing it felt so official i'm like yes <laughs> i get that that's what that's one of the privileges these white fucks have their accents no matter what they say if they say it to a foreign audience it just sounds legit they could just say the most insane shit but if they just say it with their accents then it's totally believable something like uh i don't know there's no such uh, there's no such thing as two genders. And then the feminists here just eat it up because it comes from a... Because <laughs> it comes from a white person's accent. I don't know. I'm banned from TikTok Live again, by the way, guys. I'm so sorry. What happened was I tried to imitate... You know how in English we, we say, like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I basically translated that to BM. And I think maybe one of the TikTok moderators was watching it. And then got annoyed and then just fucking kicked. I'm out for a week. I think I'm coming back in four days. That's a Thursday or Friday. And yeah, again, I apologize. I promise to do better. I hope I didn't offend any religious types. Oh, fuck. I'm going to jail someday. So it's okay. Let me just, let me just enjoy my life while I can, guys. Uh, I'll be back soon and uh, I'll try and not get banned this time. My woman is insane. Oh, God. Just just understand that I do love her, but I, I'm going to rant for a bit, okay? 
This morning, I woke up to eight messages from her, and then they kept coming. They kept coming. So I, I start replying them. There was a, there was three types of messages: a voice note, and like normal messages, and a bunch of TikTok links. You guys get this shit first thing in the morning. You're like, oh boy, look at all this thing, all these things I get to reply first thing. Yay! That's what I want to do, right? <laughs> I had the kind of morning today where I was like, fuck. I don't want to do today. You ever have you ever felt this mood? I don't want to do today. I had that kind of day this morning because last night I barely slept. I was up doing the thing, and then I'm an idiot. I just started playing chess before bed, and that kept going. And I had something like three or four hours of sleep, so I was exhausted. So I just woke up feeling like, can I just fast forward? But no, I can't because I got these messages that I have to reply. So I start watching the. I start replying them, watching the TikToks. And here's the thing, just before I can even finish, you know, the initial first wave of the things I'm replying to, before I even fucking finish, she in, she's, rep- she's one of those people and bless her heart, she does it because she loves me. It's not because she's annoying. She does it because she's, she's not trying to piss me off. <laughs> you know, she's just so excited to text me. And to be fair, once I'm in that cycle, I get excited to text her back. It's just the initial, oh my God, there's so many things to do. When, when you wake up, you know, you got a million things on your list to accomplish and texting is not really in, in, in on the top of the priority list, but whatever. So she's excited that I'm replying, right? So she doesn't wait. The moment I, I reply to the first thing, she just instantly hits me with replies to my replies before I, I'm even done replying to the other messages. And before you know it, I'm on the phone for half an hour. Just fuck everything else I need to do. Let me just talk to you on WhatsApp in the middle of the day. And I fucking loved every single minute of it. It was... <laughs> this woman is changing the way I'm, I'm viewing uh, <laughs> WhatsApp and relationships, to be honest with you. I'm shook. Previously, in my uh, previous girlfriends, but if anyone tried that shit on me, I'll be like, yeah, we need to talk. I can't be doing... Or I, I would just ghost. Nah, I wouldn't ghost. I would just say this is not for me i think we should break up that kind of thing you know but this girl makes me love doing something i hate and i'm very confused about it i don't know how to i don't know how to feel that i love texting her in the middle of the day it's a weird fucking feeling maybe it's a phase maybe if i just wait uh i'll snap to my fucking senses and go back to normal do you have an opinion on this guys Uh, i do want to talk to you i have a listener question today that i'm gonna tackle i want to Tackle your questions. So if you have any questions when it comes to, I don't know, romantic advice, dating advice, you have a funny article you want me to discuss, you have a question in general, do you want to know how big my nuts are? (laughs) Feel free to send me a DM with your request at the comedy podcast underscore. Just want to thank you for hanging out. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, I would really appreciate your help helping me grow the best thing you can do is just recommend this podcast to a friend by word of mouth an even better thing you can do just take a screenshot of this beautiful episode right here you can upload it on your story tag me at the comedy podcast underscore i would appreciate that so much you beautiful fucks let's grow let's grow let's grow to get off so yeah last night i want to talk about that uh, podcast again it was so fascinating to talk to America to an American, he was literally on the other side of the world, literally twelve hour difference. We were just vibing about these cultural issues that we we're 
we we just tend to share a lot of things. It's because, you know, they export their fucking American culture. I'm obsessed with what goes on in the US. So and then he was just so confused and dumbfounded by the fact that this random brown fuck who he said looks like the Dothraki. <laughs> He said the Malay people look like Dothraki. I was like, that's cool, man. I really like that compliment. Anyway, uh, I, I just... Here's the thing about Americans. I was kind of impressed that... And a bit dumbfounded about how he could ramble on and on and kind of talk forever. I was like, fuck, why is the American I meet so talkative? I've met quite a few Americans and they've all been a talkative bunch it's honestly baffling that I've yet to meet a shy and reserved American I'm sure they're out there I just haven't met them the way they're so confident about the things they talk about it's almost like a shocking confidence like why like how can you say so much about a topic that you know so little about honestly you 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 really don't know much about for example yesterday we were talking about Islam and the Baha'i religion and he would he kept going and talking when he he would start by saying yeah I'm actually not super educated about this I don't know much about this but and then he would yap on for another three minutes I was like yo <laughs> what are they teaching you in American schools how to talk shit <laughs> I love it. He's just like me. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to insult him. I'm just describing what I see. And what I see is he can just go on and on so confidently, kind of like me, which is why, you know, it's a nice feeling uh, to know that there are people in this world who are just like me and an entire country who I think I can vibe with. Even the crazy feminists, you know, if I show them, if I, this calm you feminists, if I show them that I really believe in some of the causes that they fight for, is this that I find them annoying. <laughs> I find them annoying and the way they conduct themselves annoying. But if I just make that point, I'm sure, you know, these, these calm you feminists uh, can accept me. But yeah, which is why I'm looking forward to someday. The universe, please, God, please, uh, let help me fulfill and achieve this dream i'd love to like stay there for a few years work for a few years maybe more than a few years you know maybe a few decades make a few millions come back then retire in monkiara get fat from korean and japanese food wouldn't that be nice <laughs> taylor taylor if you're listening uh, how, how does that uh picture of the future look we'll, we we can both get fat when we're old we'll still fuck don't worry I think fat people can still look sexy in lingerie, right? No issue. Like if, if you got a lot of like tummy fat, like look, I love you on the inside. I know that people get less attractive as they get older. It's okay. I think when we're older, probably, I don't know, when we're 60, you know, fine. Like get fat. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> we can still fuck. It's okay. So like I know you'll have a lot of extra meat like in the belly area and all that. We'll just cover that with some lingerie. It's fine. Okay? Sound like a plan? How does our retirement sound? I think it sounds fucking awesome. I'm reminded suddenly because yesterday we talked about um my really brief stand-up career. I'm 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 reminded right now about my time doing stand-up comedy in the United Kingdom. Let let me let me just um Put this to rest if you're wondering. Was that good? Was I bad? How did I do? Um, it was terrible. <laughs> like, 
it wasn't like, oh shit, I should not try this at all. It was, I mean, I didn't eat shit as the comedians like to say. Eating shit is like when you just totally bomb and people are like staring at you like, what the fuck are you doing kind of thing. I didn't eat shit, but I remember looking. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. We can hear that there's some construction going on. Fucking Malaysia, man. We're always building shit. We already have huts. Can we just be happy with the huts? Why? What's all these highways? Anyway, uh, I remember looking at the looks of horror in the audience as I was performing my comedy jokes. Because I told some really crude comedy while I was out there. <laughs> you know the stuff I say while I'm on the podcast that you guys seem to enjoy so much? It's the exact same thing. And I remember one time telling the story. I don't if you if you're a long time listener, then you remember this story. I remember telling a story about how I once peed on my maid as a kid just for laughs. She was just sitting down, you know, thinking that this was gonna be a totally normal day. And I saw her and I'm like, bitch, this is not a normal day. <laughs> as a kid, I'm like, I'm gonna fuck up this maid's day. I'm not proud of what I did. Obviously, what I regret what I did. It's just that what I did happens to be a really funny story. So I'm going to tell it now. She was just doing the Asian squat, sitting down, washing some clothes in a bucket. Because at the time, we couldn't afford a washing machine. This is Malaysia. What do, what do you think this is? <laughs> Japan? No, we, we hand wash our shit at the time. I was, it, was a, it was the time before the internet. So she was just washing the clothes and I decided to just kind of approach her from behind. Not in the sexual way. And then I just pulled my penis out. Not in the sexual way. And then I just peed all over her back. Uh, not in the sexual way. <laughs> I just peed on her back. And then I remember doing it and thinking. And I, I watched her. And she didn't immediately react. I remember her kind of looking up. And like thinking, wait, what's going on here? Why does my back feel warm? She didn't say that, but the way her, her face was kind of contorting, kind of shifting her expression, I could tell that her hey, hey, bitch is thinking. Then she turned around, looks at me, and then sees me peeing on her, and she just goes like, ah! <laughs> and then she she runs away and cries, and I can hear her crying. And yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That's a terrible thing to do. Um, I would not do it now. Unless it was a sexual thing, even though that's not my thing. If a woman asks me, can you please pee on me? It's my kink. I'm like, I can't say no to you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't shit on you because it would be really hard to clean. But I will pee on you. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> uh, so if I met my mate now and we started like a relation, sexual relationship and she wanted me to pee on her, then I would do it. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is fucking at the time... Uh, boy, I'm really getting derailed. I shouldn't have peed on my maid. Can can we put that on the newspaper? Local comedian regrets peeing on him. So I remember telling that story and I remember this one guy, he was brown fuck, probably Indian or Pakistani or Sri Lankan, something of that persuasion, that brown Asian persuasion. I, I remember people laughing but I remember this guy in the front just look, you know, these brown fucks have giant eyes, right? He just had the biggest eyes. Like he was looking like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? This is fucked up. <laughs> uh, they, they laugh, don't get me wrong. But I, 
I just didn't feel good telling that story. You know what I mean? That was my first experience doing stand-up. Like, that was a bit that I kept doing that got laughs, but I didn't feel good telling the story. And I'm wondering if it's going to hold me back, to be honest. Because when I'm saying all this horrible shit on the podcast, I don't feel terrible. I mean, if people don't like it, they don't have to listen to it. But if you're in a stand-up comedy club, excuse me, if you're in a stand-up comedy club, it's not normal to just get up and leave. You know what I mean? You're going to sit there and be angry. You can turn off a podcast. You can leave a comedy club, but maybe you want to see the other comedians before. So like you have to sit down and take this shit you don't like. So that's why like I'm worried that like shit like this is going to hold me back. You know, I'm worried that I'm going to tell a joke that I stand behind and that I like and that I can see people are laughing, but then I'm going to see the few people who are not laughing and I am worried that I'm going to feel like shit. And you know what? Fuck it. That's what I fuck it, man. Just feel like shit, Harith. Eat shit if you suck. Full stop. Who cares if you're not good or or if you're bad? I don't know. It's fine, man. Sorry, guys. Just a little pep talk here. Just go there and have fun with it. Practice your material. Get comfortable on stage. Wear some simple clothes. Don't look too good or too buff. I hate it when comedians wear suits. Why are you wearing a suit? You're a funny man. This isn't the Oscars. This is not the Golden Globes, all right? When you look too good... Here's what I think. You know comedians, the best ones... They hardly look fucking good looking. So I'm going to take a cue from them and just wear like a fucking short. It's not shorts. Maybe cargo pants with a t-shirt. And I think I'll be fine. Why am I stressing out so much? <laughs> I'm actually feeling quite like scared. I'm not scared. Kind of anxious. Like in a good way though. Um, yeah. Why stress out so much, Harris? You're funnier than Nigel Ung, right? I feel like I am. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a different kind of comedy. I'm not funnier than Nigel Ong. You're funnier than Jason Leong, right? Ah, fuck yeah, 100%. Uh, Harith Iskandar, I think... <laughs> no, I can't compare myself to that legend. Ronnie Chang, hell no. That guy's fucking underrated. I think Ronnie Chang is Malaysia's best comedian right now and not enough people know about him or appreciate him. I think he needs to be bigger. He's scary good, in my opinion. When you go on YouTube, you just see his random stand-up stuff, not just the specials, you know, just clips of him doing clubs in New York and Australia. And I'm just dumbfounded watching him doing these interviews with uh, Australian news networks, for example. I was like, fuck, this guy is amazing. I listened to the podcast at The Daily Show where Ronnie Chang does some segments and I'm like, fuck, this is good. This is good fucking comedy. I, I I just wish he would go independent instead of working for... What is it? The, the Comedy Central shit. But I don't know. Who am I to judge? He's scary good. And I need to emulate that kind of talent. I have a feeling it'll work out for me. Plenty of money. Plenty of fame. Cancel attempts for sure. But it's nothing I can't overcome. All right. Let's talk about this listener question. Hold on. I got to scroll down this shit. Uh, can you guess who this uh, listener is? Hi, The Comedy Podcast. I've been listening to your podcast from the beginning. I must say I'm your legit number one fans in this universe or Milky Way. <laughs> Why universe or Milky Way? Just say universe because the Milky Way is one galaxy. But the universe has like trillions of galaxies. So you want to say universe. That way it's like... I might have a fan in like another alien planet. I don't know. Maybe they like... Have you watched Rick and Morty? In Interstellar fucking channels maybe there's some maybe i'm popular in some alien planet who knows so if you want to say you're my my true number one fan say universe anyway 
this person says. Anyway, I have a listener question for you. My boyfriend, male, 26 years old, and me, female, 22 years old. Wow, four years difference. Fun fact, you beautiful fucks. My religious teacher used to tell me, Islam, I don't know if he's right, but this is what he told me. Islam recommends. I don't know why I'm doing an Arabian accent. He was Malay, but just let me do it for fun. Islam recommends that uh, for, for a relationship, you must have minimum five years difference. And I'm like, but uh, five years, of, uh, who's the older? Obviously, the men must be older. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, why? And then the teacher is just like, oh, so she has more respect for you and all that. And I'm like, um, you can be an older fuck and still not get respect. I don't know. Just a fun fact I wanted to share with you. He, This was the same guy that told me masturbating gives you knee problems. So I don't know. I don't know how, how much credence uh, I should pay to what he says. I just use the word that I have no idea what it means. Anyway, <laughs> so 26-year-old male and she's tw- the, the listener is 22 years old. Been dating for around two years with three smiling emojis. Congratulations to you. I hope you're happy. I hope you're having some good pee-pee touching, some fun date nights. I have a feeling you are. It goes on to say, I'm very confused about the phases in a relationship thingy because I don't know. Like, I grew up Chinese. I'm, I'm reading it like she wrote it. It's C-H-A-I-N-I-Z with cap locks. Chinese. I grew up Chinese and I have no idea. No one ever told me there's phases in a relationship. Chinese family, date to marry. I'm, I'm reading it like how it's written. It says Chinese, F-A-M-U-R-Y. <laughs> Chinese family did to marry by my relationship I am in now. He wants to guide me through this relationship. Did he get this information from a book or did he got it from his international school teacher? Because I never knew about Sun being a stars until the last two weeks. What? <laughs> oh, I'm guessing she's saying her boyfriend taught her that the sun was a star and all the lights in the sky are other stars which are just like our sun kind of. So please enlighten me with your answers, with solid reasons, with elaboration. Yeah, thanks. Hashtag number one fans in this Milky Way. Bye-bye. All right. So she wants to know about the phases in relationships. Yeah. So just to get, uh, just to make it clear for my listeners, this is Taylor. She <laughs> She's being cute about it and sending me a listener question. She wants to know about phases in a relationship. I guess uh, no one gave her the memo. No one set these Chinese people down and explained to them <laughs> that there are phases in a relationship. So obviously, the the moment you two become a thing, it doesn't start when you're official. It starts when you become a thing. Like there's an understanding, like there's something going on here, either pee-pee touching or an exchange of words that kind of denote that two people have feelings for each other. The moment that happens, the fucking, uh, what's it called again? Honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase when everything's perfect, the person can do no wrong. I tend to skip the honeymoon phase in the traditional sense because I don't believe that any human beings that perfect. So I'm very skeptical in the beginning. Uh, my honeymoon phase is just like, it's still kind of exciting. You know what I mean? The sex is amazing. You're constantly wanting to see each other, spending lots of time together, going on some crazy dates, spending uh, too much fucking money. (laughs) That kind of thing, you know? 
according to my girlfriends, um, it lasts for around one year. Then after that, it calmed down. So Taylor, we had two years. Uh, in my opinion, we had a two-year uh, honeymoon period, which is twice l- as long as the normal. And we should be proud of that. And after the honeymoon phase, yeah, then then the real stuff begins, the real love. You know what I mean? When you two stay together, when things aren't as exciting anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong, Taylor. We still love each other. But after a while, you know, we need to start living life. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just need to we need to focus on our goals and maybe not put too much attention and effort into constantly dazzling each other. Like, hey, look at me. I'm a man, man. Look at my manly manliness and you don't have to go, look at me with my womanly womanness. Like, the purpose of that is just to fuck so we can make babies, you know what I mean? So like, if we've agreed that we're going to take this somewhere and make some babies someday, we can just, you know, put a pin on all that crazy excitement. We can have our date nights, you know, we can still put effort, but it's totally normal to just tone it down and have just have a chill adult time with each other. That's all it is. Uh, um, she felt sad that I told her that it's normal for people to get bored in a relationship together after a while. And it's beautiful. I'd rather be bored with you. You know what I mean? So those are the phases in the relationship. And I hope that helped you, my dear listener. That's today's episode. I will continue tomorrow. Have a beautiful Tuesday. Bye-bye.